You are listening to Deeper Roots, a podcast to help equip the members of New Branch Community Church to glorify God by making disciples of all nations. For more information, visit newbranch.com. All right, we're back for episode four, which I think, I'm not sure if I have this right, that's A New Hope, right? Isn't that like the Star Wars A New Hope? Isn't that episode? Oh, don't get me started on that. I, I, yeah. <laughs> My, my kids will give me a hard time. I do not know those. Did I, did I say that right, Matt? I really don't know either. Okay. I don't I don't know either because I haven't seen any of them. <laughs> Episode four. Episode Nick's, four. Uh, yeah. The extent of me watching Star Wars as a kid was uh, just fast-forwarding to all the fight scenes. I, don't, so I saw on, a, on our remote control that had a cord to the VCR, right? Remember those? The VCRs? Yeah. You're older than I thought. VCR, corded remote control, yeah. Fast forward, fight scene, fast forward, fight scene, yeah. Wow. Okay, well, I just fell asleep, and I think it was A New Hope, if that's what they're calling like Star Star Wars now. I never even got to see like Spock and all those guys, so. That's not even part of Star Wars. <laughs> Goodness, I know that. Mm. Uh, so, uh, what we're not talking about today is Star Wars, Star Trek, or whatever. Uh, we, we are talking about is I just want to hear from you guys like what are the things that you see evidence of God's grace in our church right now what are the things you see that you're encouraged by one at a time you don't get to don't get to like take all of our answers Ken you're ready to talk but you get to say one thing and then move along oh man gosh Um, so the the first thing that comes to mind is just um, you know we 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 value preaching expository through passages of scripture. And so all we're doing is preaching the word of God and consistently people are responding to that. People are uh, talking to me about how they're growing. Um, and you know, it's, it's not because of how the preaching is going, it's because of the content. And so I'm just encouraged that our people are feasting on God's word and that is, that bodes well for the future of our church and and whatever it is we may encounter, because um, their their <laughs> name of our podcast, deeper roots, their their roots are going deep into God's word, and um, you know I, I'm I'm encouraged by that that root growth, but also um, I, I anticipate seeing the fruit that's going to come from that in the years to come. Yeah. Mr. Baker. Yeah. Headmaster, um, Baker, pastor, <laughs> et cetera. Uh, well, here on Roots Run Deep, uh, my uh, deeper roots, sorry. No, 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 no. Um, you know, I'm really encouraged. We just came through uh, a difficult year. Uh, this past year was difficult uh, with uh, the pandemic, an election year with a variety of views and churches. I know it was hard on a lot of churches. I've talked to other leaders where there was – you know, unfortunately, uh, lamentably, you know, division in churches over these things. And I'm just really encouraged by the unity we've had in our church. Doesn't mean that we didn't have a variety of opinions on some of these things. We certainly did. But we saw people exercise grace uh, with one another and, and walk in unity and focus on first things. And, uh, and yeah, so, and God's word was preached faithfully. And, and uh, that's what you, we're united around. And I'm, I'm just thankful for that. I'm thankful for, uh, coming through a difficult year, but I, I feel like our church, uh, uh, we've seen uh, we've seen the Lord's grace and unity, and and uh, just a continued hunger for God's word, and and a, and a joy of gathering together and worshiping together, and 
and our base groups continuing strong uh, discipleship ministry going on there. Yeah. So I, I'm encouraged by that for sure. I mean, when you think about like the year we just went through, like the the graciousness that the Lord like showed our church during that is like it's like almost unbelievable. It really is. Like you talk we we talk to churches that struggle like mm-hmm. struggled through that and the reality is in the kindness of God and w- what he chose to do for us here was like he brought more people to us through mm-hmm. the pandemic and mm-hmm. that's not the story that most churches were were right no not at all and, right. you know through the pillar network we're connected to a lot of other churches and I, I hear that refrain over and over this is the this you know 2020 hardest year ever of ministry yeah and you know it certainly came with unique challenges yeah. that were let's say it together unprecedented yeah <laughs> uh, but but oh my goodness the lord has been so kind to us um and and we do see those evidences of his his grace to us um whether it's um, growing in people growing in leadership yeah um you know adding four new elders you know to our to our elder board um, during this time, um, yeah, and and coming out of that year um, stronger financially than we ever have. Yeah, I was going to talk about that next. I mean, that was God's. It's like that's. I don't think there's anything like. I don't think there's anything we would point to and be like, we did something different. We did something right. Like, there's nothing we can Not point at to at all. Like, we just God's kindness. It, yeah. it was solely God's kindness and grace. Yeah, and 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 our faith was small. If you recall, at the beginning of the year, yeah. we were we were cutting back. We were we were we were trying to figure out how we're going to you know shave off you know salaries and um, make hard decisions. And consistently, month after month after month, God showed us how small our faith was. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, we can't presume upon that. No, but He did it, and He did it for a reason. And uh, all we conclude conclude is that at least part of that reason is that he's got a plan for us in the future and he wants to continue to use us in this community. So that's super encouraging. Yeah. And, and we talked about 2020 and it's continuing on into this year. Like we're doing like three or four membership interviews here in this like course of a week or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, you've mentioned the, the finances, the budget thing comes out every month and I'm like, what? What the heck? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. like, it's clear, and I see those things, and I, for me, it's just kind of humbling. It's like w- w- the Lord's entrusted us with how does He want us to steward the the resources? How does He want us to steward these people? It's just it's it's humbling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and I, th- I think yeah. What's our response yeah. to this? It's yeah. you know, thank you, Lord. But also, man, let's put our nose to the grindstone yeah. and let's do the work that he's called us to do because he he has us still doing it. Right. And he's provided for us to be able to keep doing it and keep, you know, pressing into the lostness in this community and around the world. And so, um, man, let's all link arms and keep yeah. keep accomplishing that. Uh, keep fighting for unity because, um, you know, he's he's not he's not done with our church. Uh, he wants us to keep um representing him yeah so and that that leads me to that leads me one of the things i'm super excited about for our church right now is like 
seeing people and I just won't like name specific instances, but seeing people going with the gospel to Absolutely. their neighbors and then uh, having those kinds of like seeing that faithfulness just by being present in like in the in in the places that God puts us and seeing like the Lord use that. Um, man, I, 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 I hear those kinds of stories and I just get amped. So, yeah. And, and, you know, we're, we're looking forward to, um, thinking through ways to share that kind of encouragement. Cause we hear those stories. Yeah. Um, but the rest of the church needs to hear those stories as well yeah. because they are encouraging. And, and so this would be an exhortation to, to the church as they listen to this podcast to, um, man, share those stories with us. Uh, share those stories with one another in your base group as you um, as you see and take advantage of opportunities to proclaim the gospel with your lost friends, neighbors, and coworkers. Um, and share those stories with one another because that's so encouraging um, to see God's people step out in faithfulness and obedience in that. Whether or not we see fruit from that in terms of, you know, uh, new lives in Christ or not, um, just the the testimony of obedience in the Great Commission is tremendously encouraging. We want that we want that encouragement yeah. to to be heard and felt across our church. Yeah, and I think I mean we know we know that the measure of uh, the measure for evangelism is about faithfulness. Uh, I think that even when we get the opportunity to speak of Jesus to somebody, even whether whatever the response is from the other person, I know for me, I'm amped. If I get to share the gospel, whatever the response is, because I also know that so many times you might have a negative response from somebody, but then they're walking away thinking about something. So absolutely, absolutely, sharing those stories of faithfulness, and when I hear other stories from from faithfulness, that that just gets me excited. So yeah, uh, other things, anything else, courage. Yeah, I mean, I, I think back to Ken's original point that we've seen all this happen. And again, it's been, I mean, our church, I think, would already be classified as a just simple ministry anyway, but it's, it's had to be a lot more simple this year. And, uh, but God has still just really shown his kindness uh, to that. And it's just shows the power of the word. Yeah, and that people are hungry for it. People are hungry for it. So that's encouraging. Yeah. So I didn't cut you off. No. Yeah, so um, you know, Matt mentioned the the unity that we've seen displayed through the pandemic, and and we're still in the midst of that. Um, and was just in a meeting earlier today, thinking through some of the next steps and continuing to open up and and be thoughtful about that. Um, and you know, God's been really kind to us in that. I mean, we we have tried hard to um to maintain a balance between um you know not giving in to fear on one hand but also being loving and considerate of those for whom this this virus is is uh, more of a danger um and yeah we've had opinions that are all over the place but people have been have been gracious and we're we're continuing the process of opening up and I, i'm encouraged by that that we are able to continue to do that, um, looking to open up more children's classes and bring back even more chairs. And um, we are, we're, we're definitely on 
that road to uh, seeing a more robust in-person uh, ministry, and and that's encouraging. As yeah, well. yeah. I mean, coming back more so this year, even than we've been open for a while, but uh, coming back out of 2020, and also like I think I was quarantined like seemed like the month of December and January, uh, like between close contacts and then uh, people in my house that that caught the virus uh, coming back to church when I, did, when I finally did, it was just so, it was so sweet to be back in yeah. church on Sunday, like yeah. not taken for granted anymore. Yeah. Glad to be gathering with God's people on Sunday morning. So, um, this is my transition to whatever else we have like five minutes to talk <laughs> Go about. Ahead. All right, here's the thing. We're all book people, right? Uh, what are you reading right now? The Bible. So, uh, so there are six commentaries sitting here next to me uh, on Revelation, but um, and so I'm doing a lot, a lot of uh, of reading along those lines. But a couple of other, so some pastors in the local area, our our network of pastors um, is reading reading through um, a book called God's Glory Alone by David Van Drunnen. Um, it's part of the Five Solas series, um, edited by Matthew Baker uh, or Barrett, Barrett. Uh, Matt Barrett, yeah, Matthew not, Barrett, not me. Um, although you could, you could no. edit that, you mm-hmm. could write that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's a good one. And then, um, and so walking through that with some with some pastors, just really thinking on um, uh, what the Bible has to say about God's glory um, and His. Um, his passion for his own glory. Uh, that's been been very encouraging and challenging to orient my life around those sorts of things as well. Um, and then uh, the book, Michael Hamlet book, Saints Suffers and Sinners as well. Um, just just trying to equip myself to be um, to be better at um, you know uh, bringing the bringing the scriptures to bear on just the life circumstances of walking with Christ in a fallen world. Um, so those are a couple of things that I'm challenged by. I've never been one to read six books at one time. So two is a challenge for me. 11. 11 books at one time. So. Unless you tell us right about now. them, Tyler. Huh? You read no, 11. No, I don't want to name 11. I'm just telling you, I think that like my, my, my nightstand just like starts stacking up with books and my wife's like, put them away when you're done with them. And I'm like, I'm not done with them. I'm not putting them away. <laughs> How I'm in the world do you them. read that many books? I mean, you've got to have like schizophrenia or uh, personality <laughs> disorder to, well, I don't to keep track. I don't, of- I don't doubt that, but, <laughs> uh, but the, uh, yeah, I mean, it, I, and then sometimes I, sometimes I just have to be like, all right, let's finish some of these books and let's just, put them away. So, uh, reading, I just finished evangelism as exiles by, um, Mm -hmm. by that guy, uh, Elliot, Elliot Clark. Clark? Yeah. Yeah, That that was was great. That was maybe one of the better evangelist evangelism books I've read. So, so timely. I know you've read it. It's basically walking through first Peter and showing all of the, um, showing all of the applications for evangelism from the book of first Peter. Um, and then started, Finding the Right Hills to Die On, The Case for Theological Triage. 
Um, just a f- couple chapters in on that one, reading that with someone else from the church as far as just what... Who, what, who wrote that? Huh? Who wrote that? Uh, uh, one of the Ortlands. Gavin Ortland. I almost Gavin. said Dane Ortland. I was going to say Dane Ortland. Ortland. There's like 40, 40 Ortlands. Ortland. So, yes. Um, yes. Gavin Ortland. Um, yeah. Uh, reading some stuff on Revelation. Uh, I'd like to be reading my Revelation shorter commentary, but... <laughs> Someone, Do you want it back right now? Someone's somebody, commandeered it from me. Somebody bar, somebody borrowing that? I have but, Beals, like the whole, the big one and the shorter one. And it's the difference between the two is maybe a quarter of an inch. Yeah, it's not much. <laughs> it's not much. It's not much. Like shorter is relative. Uh, I can't think of, oh, re- still reading through. Uh, I, I can't think of the name, so. <laughs> what are you, about Matt? What are you reading right now? I named. I, I said eleven books, and I named two. So that tells you how much I remember of the other books. <laughs> uh, I'm not reading the kind of things. That, oh well. Go Speaking ahead, of which, you like since you're like making me read stuff now. You're like, oh yeah, you did I gave you something to read. Yeah, you too. did give me yeah. something to read because yeah. I didn't have enough. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, uh, I've been reading with my new role at the school. I've been reading a lot of books on education. So not that that's not good, but yeah, I don't think it's anything that people on the podcast want to hear about. So I'm reading about those things. is good. Uh, big reminder for me is just the importance of, uh, the discipleship of our children. Yeah, I mean, as it applies to the life of the church. So, uh, just the weight of that. And, uh, what a great, great privilege that is that we've been trusted with as parents and church. And in my case, over at the school as a school, um, so reading several books on, uh, history right now, cause I'm preparing a talk for that as well. Uh, and, uh, how to, uh, think about history as a Christian. So, uh, some great books out there uh, for that. I'm reading, reading in several. So that was what I read today, uh, or, or in those areas. And then, um, uh, I just finished up a class where we read, uh, yeah, read some books as well on uh, some of the counseling books we mentioned in the last episode. So, yeah, yeah. I I thought of this one as well because this is what I was reading last night. Is an inquiry into the obligations of Christians to use means for the conversion of the heathens. No, that's a Puritan title. <laughs> if I've ever heard one. Was it John Frame or is it, William Perry? <laughs> William Perry. Okay. Yeah, and I think they actually shortened it. I think it goes on longer than that. Like the title does. William Perry, the no, the, the, I, the refrigerator is. I think. I think. Uh, I think it was William Carey. Carey. Like the missionary. William Carey. Not the refrigerator. Carey. You know that? You know that guy? I don't know the Carey. I don't know the Perry. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) Um, All right. That's all? That's all we got? Yeah, I think it's encouraging to, uh, you know, would would, um, we we want to encourage reading. Yes. Right? So we have… We have a theological library here at the church. You can get connected on that, and you can check things out. All those books on the wall that you see are there for checkout when you walk uh, in. Yeah, the, the the books on the wall right here are those. Are those not free? Because I give those out free. Yeah, you do whatever you want <laughs> as long as people are reading them. Yeah, yeah. So you can uh, pick up stuff on the wall, and then and then the library is open. Um, you know, but. Um, you know, take it, take advantage of, of time to dig deep into some of these things and, um, you know, encourage with one another with what you are reading. Um, I think is helpful and good. Quick fire. What's the book you wish everybody would read? One, one book each can be on the wall, can be just a book in general. You wish everybody would read. 
Uh, you, what do you think, Matt? What do you think about that? Uh, one of my all-time favorite books is Discipline of Grace by Jerry Bridges. Uh, I'd love for everybody to read that book. Um, yeah, it's probably one of the few books I've read three times at least, if not four times. Um, his handling of Romans 6, and there's great. Discipline and Dependence as a Believer is great. Uh, oh, uh, his little um, phrase that comes out in the very beginning of the book, uh, on your worst days, you're never beyond the reach of God's grace, yes. and on your best days, you're never beyond the need of God's grace. So it is just an excellent book that uh, the Lord used early, early on, I mean, years ago for me to give me what I call gospel sanity, and I've revisited multiple times. Great book. Ken, one book on the spot. You're trying to deflect over to me, but this is the... Uh, if, if it's just one book, I'd say um, probably the, the Pursuit of God by Tozer. Hmm. Great um, book. That, that's the book that, that I return to regularly, probably once every couple of years. Um, and God's just used that in my, in my heart and in my life to, uh, to orient my life towards a pursuit of Him. Hmm. Um, and just, man, the way He writes just stirs my affections to want to to want to have that as a reality for me yeah that brings me to me it does uh i can't i'm not sure i can answer the question i'll tell you i'll tell you a book that was because it's so like personal to me like uh the book that was super formative for me was knowing scripture by rc sprawl oh yeah great um it's a great little like introductory to but i i think that's one that i would commend to to everyone uh that one, seeing like getting a basic understanding of how to study the Bible, um, that one, that one uh, really changed my thinking on all that. So, right, the holiness and, of God or by, by a scroll as well yeah. is another one that I would, oh yeah, uh, would commend yeah. very highly. I was gonna say we could do it all day long, but yeah, yeah. play off the the holiness of God by scroll, the knowledge of the holy by yep. Tozer. Yep. I mean, those two books are excellent books that were really helpful to me too. Yeah, still would be if I revisit them. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. We will have to do another check-in on books at some point in the future. But that's all we have today. All right. 